From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A suspect was arrested in connection with the fatal shooting of a baby last night on Columbus's north side. ONN's Dave James has the details. Police say the shooting happened at a home not far from Polaris Fashion Place, a popular shopping mall. Officers say the suspect shot a woman and her one- to two-year-old baby inside of the residence, then took the baby and mother outside of the home and forced them into a vehicle, which crashed soon after. Police say the suspect then carjacked another vehicle and crashed again and was apprehended after running from that scene. The mother is reported to be in stable condition. Dave James, in News. The Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction is accepting responsibility in the death of inmate Michael McDaniel, a 55-year-old man who died of heart failure caused by stress during an incident in February. Angela Reigert reports. Investigators focused on five moments in particular where there was use of force by ODRC staff. Only once did they find the officers were justified in their use of force. In total, further disciplinary action is recommended for six officers, one lieutenant and the LPN for violating employee standards of conduct. While the department is accepting full responsibility, the director still thinks this does not speak to a larger problem. I don't think that there is a culture problem, but I think there's a people problem with specific individuals that we need to get rid of. In Columbus, Angela Reigert. In response to being nominated to a select investigation committee, a staunch supporter of former President Donald Trump is shifting blame for the failed insurrection by pro-Trump extremists in January to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Andrew Kinsey reports. Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan has been named to the select committee to investigate the insurrection at the Capitol earlier this year. He responded to being named to that committee. There's, there's one question that needs to be answered, and that is why wasn't there proper security presence here that day? And that, that's a question only the speaker can answer. Jordan and the other Republicans named must be approved by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I'm Andrew Kinsey. President Joe Biden travels to Cincinnati this evening to push his economic policies. It's the third visit of his presidency to Ohio, the only state he lost that he has visited multiple times. Ohio was once an electoral prize that could decide who occupied the White House, but its embrace of Republicans has tightened over the past decade. Before a town hall in Cincinnati to be shown on CNN at 8 p.m., Biden will visit a training center for the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers to discuss policies to create union jobs. In Washington, Ohio's Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown is pushing his legislation called the Protecting the Right to Organize Act. Dave James reports. Brown says the act would protect workers' rights to join a union and collectively bargain, punish companies that violate worker rights, and close loopholes that allow employers to misclassify workers as supervisors and independent contractors. This is directly focusing on workers because when everybody does better, everybody does better. I mean, when you have an economy where we're seeing now wages go up, workers are having more say over their schedules, it makes a huge difference for darn near everyone. Dave James, ONN News. The Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to spark concern. Lena Lai spoke with Cleveland-area doctor Amy Edwards with University Hospitals. As Ohio enjoys a summer free from COVID restrictions, health officials see the highly contagious Delta variant as a growing threat, especially come fall. It's one thing in the summertime when numbers are low and everybody's outdoors much of the time compared to inside as the weather gets colder. Ohio is seeing a 
resurgence in COVID due to Delta. New daily cases more than tripled in the last 10 days. I'm Lena Lai. Ohio school districts are putting together mask policies as they gear up for the start of classes. Emily Cohen reports on one suburban district's decision near Toledo. As of right now, masks will not be required in Perrysburg schools in the fall. However, Superintendent Tom Hostler says that could quickly change depending on how the pandemic plays out. We need to have flexibility looking at the future because if the virus begins to pick up steam, a variant comes through the area, you know, we very well may have to adapt. Emily Cohen reporting in Perrysburg. And the Cleveland Metropolitan School District has made a decision about mask wearing when returning to classes next month. Russ Mitchell reports. CEO Eric Gordon had a message for parents about new rules for students on mask wearing. For the first five weeks of school or until updated CDC guidance is released with different recommendations, all CMSD students, employees, and school guests, including those that are fully vaccinated, will be expected to continue mask usage at school and during indoor school events and activities. I'm Russ Mitchell. A new study shows more than 94% of U.S. hospitals are not in compliance with a Centers for Medicare and Medicaid rule requiring them to be transparent about what they charge for medical procedures. Yolanda Harris explains. A knee replacement might cost you or your insurer a few hundred dollars or several thousand, depending on which hospital or insurer you use. Ohio State says it provides about 5,000 individual cost estimates a month to help patients understand what their costs are before they have surgery. As of January 1st, hospitals must post the cost of drugs, procedures, or treatments they provide. The advantage to consumers is that they can shop around for the best price. I'm Yolanda Harris. And research from a firm called Telstra Ventures found Columbus to be the top city in the country for working from home during the pandemic. Karina Nova reports. The study found that Columbus jobs are the most friendly to fully remote positions. Columbus had the most remote jobs with 27%. San Diego, Phoenix, St. Louis, and San Francisco also ranked in the top five. The analysis also found that venture-backed companies tend to be more open to remote work. I'm Karina Nova. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.